So I am here with Takesha. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Would you like to introduce yourself and tell us who you are? Sure. Uh, my name is Takesha Carter. I am a mom. Um, I'm a wife. I am uh, disabled and I'm a medicinal cannabis patient as well as a certified cannabis advocate and a certified cannabis health coach. And now I'm moving into uh, becoming a certified ganjie, which is a cannabis sommelier. That's amazing. Thank you. So we met each other at the Cannabis Coaching Institute, where you are now a grad mentor. You also own a business called Africano Holistic. Yes. And one of your main focuses is women's health. Would you like to talk more about the work that you do? Yes. And it's like great segue into Women's Health Awareness Month or Women's Health Month for May. And um, so Africano Holistic, yeah, was formulated um, after I or founded after I finished, well, not finished, but, you know, got involved with CCI. And so I launched uh, in June of 2021, June 20th, summer solstice, as a matter of fact. So my one year anniversary is coming up. And um, it was really, you know, based on bringing a holistic perspective to wellness, because um, I'm an herb crafter. So I create herbal formulations, and as well as um, detoxification, and nutritional intake, like nutrient-dense foods, whole foods. So bringing all of that together with cannabis consumption to help people um, find balance if they're dealing with like any type of condition or imbalance in their body. So that's what, you know, that was for my coaching practice. Um, but it's kind of evolved into so much more. Um, but Afro being, you know, the sustainer, you know, Africa being the continent that sustains all all of us, you know, that's where all the majority of resources come from, natural resources, and then Canada being a balancer, you know, a modulator. And so sustenance, balance, and then holistic being, you know, a whole, the whole person, so, you know, mind, body, and spirit. So that, that was the, I guess, the defining or the definition of Afro-Canalistic and how I kind of pulled it together. That's amazing. And you, um, you were also selling teas. Right. So that's part of my herbal formulation. So I had, I'd started a subscription box uh, seasonal and that was sacred sips and soaks. And you would get um, some herbal formulations, some teas, and you would also get herbal soaks, you know, bath soaks, or you can foot soak, but it also came with other things that I created and put in a box. So it comes with tinctures and infused oils, infused treats and things like that, uh, CBD. That's so and cool. then you also got some nice little uh, ancillary products and other little women owned you know, brands that I would add to the box. And I did that for a year. It was really a passion project. I sent out a box to a group of ladies. I had a Facebook group called the High Vibes Tribe. And you know, I had collected a bunch of items that I wanted to send out you, you know, throughout the time we spent together. And, uh, you know, the year was coming to a close and I never sent them out. So I sent everything in a box along with, you know, some um, herbal formulations. And when they got it, they just loved it. And, it, and, you know, they said like this, you know, I would buy this, this should be a subscription. So I started it off with them doing it seasonally. So I started creating 
herbal formulations based on what would be needed for the season, what would boost your immune system, what would be great for your skin, uplift your mood in the winter when you're dealing with winter blues, things like that. So that is so cool. Are you still offering those boxes? Um, I do it once a year. Now it's a yearly subscription. So once it pops up in the spring, if you can get your hands on one, then you know you, you place your order. It's a pre-sold and you place your order. And I normally like to get it out the first box for um, spring equinox. So like you had mentioned, you are a mother to multiple children. You're a business owner, you're an advocate and a million other things. But how do you manage all of these wonderful things that you're doing? Um, manage, well, I, I definitely don't do it alone. I'm not a single mother, I am married. So, um, and I do have support, um, a supportive you know, family and extended family who definitely helps me. And, you know, so mom, yes, I'm a mom of three, Um, you know, living children. I did have one and she is no longer with us. Yeah. I was just thinking the other day, like, I could not believe that I was, I was a mom to three people. Like, you know, I, I was looking at them and I said, you know, it's just amazing that I get to be a mom because sometimes I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I'm like, I'm still that 16 year old, you know, uh, fun loving girl. Like, how do I have children? And now I'm responsible for them. But yeah, you know, you look and time flies. My, my oldest is 19. He's about to be 20 on summer solstice. <laughs> and, um, you know, he just purchased his first car. So that was like the, the time, you know, I started to reflect like, wow, because I'm riding as a passenger in his car. And I'm just like, wow, what, where did the time go? So yeah, I'm I'm definitely um, not alone in you know in what I'm doing. I, I'm supported, and I'm grateful for that. You know, that's how I manage. Really, time management. Definitely, you know, having a calendar, prioritizing what you know needs to be addressed first, and what could wait, and what may not need to be addressed at all. You know, what I can let go of. So. I'm quick to let something go if it doesn't fit. I love that. Um, and you had just won an award for cannabis advocacy and you're also nominated for another award. Yes, yes, actually, um, right. You know, uh, what was it, March? It was March of this year. I won the Connecticut Cannabis Activist of the Year Award from NECAN, the New England um, Cannabis Convention. That was exciting. I, I was nominated for three and with everyone's votes, I became, you know, uh, the winner of that award. And I'm just so grateful that, you know, to the community that voted for me really and supported and really saw the value in what I do and what I'm, I was doing and continue to do, um, which is to connect everyone, uplift everyone, um, to give voice to the voiceless you know, that type of thing. And then, um, yeah, I'm recently found out that I was nominated or I am nominated for, uh, and I think it's the Women in Cannabis Expo, twice. And uh, there's a couple of awards, I think Role Model of the Year and Cannabis Entrepreneur, something like that. That's amazing. Thank you. Wow. And where's the award? Where do, do you display it proudly somewhere? No. And that's a shame, right? It's still in a box. <laughs> it's still in a box. It's, you know, it's in a box, put away in a bin. Um, no, it's not displayed. And, you know, I think I should take it out and do that, you know, because, yeah, you should acknowledge some of the things that you do. You know, sometimes, you know, when you get involved in an industry like this, where, you know, there's so much work to be done you know, you kind of, it's like, yes, it's nice to be acknowledged, but you just head down 
and just keeping keeping it moving. So I definitely plan to display it, but I don't have it. I should have had it ready, right? But I but I don't have it out. Um, and so uh, Weiss didn't happen yet. That's this Thursday in Atlantic City, and it's the first one on the East Coast. You know, normally they're in the Midwest and the West Coast, so this is the first chance in the East Coast. But unfortunately, I won't be able to make it. You know, I just came from the Connecticut Cannabis Expo at Mohegan Sun at the casino here, and that was a full weekend speaking both days. So, you know, I knew I wasn't going to be able to make this, you know, Atlantic City on Thursday. Well, I'm excited to hear if you win. (laughs) Yes, yes. If I win, you know, I will share. Definitely. You'll have to get a shelf or something if you have multiple <laughs> awards to show. I know, right? I know, I know. I do. I, I do. So music has been a passion of yours for a really long time, too. When did that journey start for you? Oh, it started, yeah, music is, you know, a part of my life. You know, it will always be, you know, it's really like the soundtrack. I have, you know, like, to, to my my soul, you know, um, it started young, you know, my, I have, um, an uncle, my mother's twin brother, uh, was an entertainer. He, uh, passed away, uh, from cancer, but he was an entertainer in a music group called the Force MDs, um, from Staten Island, New York. And, you know, I think from him hearing him sing around the house, you know, listening to the group, you know, that's kind of the bug I got, like, hey, this is what I want to do. Like, he was the first uh, star, you know, that I ever, like, um, or entertainer. And then, of course, I, you know, I had my favorites, Whitney Houston and CB Wonder and all of those type of people. But to actually have a family member that actually, you know, became an entertainer and traveled and toured and did all the things, made music videos, that was, like, my inspiration. And, you know, I thought that that was what I'd be doing. You know, I pursued it. When I was young, I did, you know, every talent show I could get my, you know, self in. I, you know, would get with my friends and form music groups. (laughs) And um, as a teenager, I did uh, find an agency in New York and started to perform in like local um, lounges and stuff like that, me and my friends. So, you know, that was that. Yeah, that was a dream. I even auditioned at the Apollo. Like, you know, I that was that's exactly, you know, I thought I'd be doing it until I turned about 17, 18. And I kind of, you know, got distracted, really. (laughs) You know, I got distracted and, you know, teenage things and, you know, started living, you know, living life. And, um, you know, it's not easy, you know, so for those who love, you know, music and want to be an artist, you know, don't give up. You know, I definitely continue to write write my own songs and I always love poetry and things like that so yeah music is definitely something that you know every day or you know I play music every day I'm singing around the house and stuff like that you know my son you know my oldest he's like oh ma come on nobody you know those days are long gone nobody wants to hear you know <laughs> your 90s music or your 80s music but hey that, that music's great <laughs> yeah, yeah you know but you know he's you know, he's what 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 are they millennial or no? He's like a Gen Z. I don't even know what it is. Yeah. Now. Right. So, <laughs> so yeah, he's you know he's just like no, mom, no, please, no, don't you know? Are you if you're gonna sing, don't I don't want to be there, you know? So what uh, if you're singing some of the newer things? 
Even even the new, I do yeah. sing some of the newer things. He doesn't want to hear anything. Oh. He doesn't want to hear it. <laughs> well, I hope that I hope one day I get to hear you sing because I I very much want to. I'm not going to ask you to do it right now. <laughs> oh, thank goodness, thank goodness, because it's just not going to happen. I don't want to disappoint you. No, you know, but you never know if we could ever get a CCI retreat or something going, and you break out the acoustics. You just never know, you know, make sure you bring the guitar. <laughs> I love it. So you have a video podcast that you've been doing for quite a long time. Do you want to tell us about that? Right. Okay. So, you know, Black Woman Who Blaze, that's the name of my YouTube channel. Uh, and that's just one of them. I do have another, uh, Miss Love Light Energy, but that's a different channel. And Black Woman Who Blaze was created, I would think, top of the pandemic, like, once we first, you know, social distance, and it was really based, you know, on just me and a couple of my friends wanting to commune and be able to consume. Uh, and we, we would just like video chat first. But then I was like, well, hey, we should take this on to YouTube, you know, and record our conversations and just have sessions. You know, I thought that that would happen, but, you know, no, they chickened out. So my husband decided to come on with me and, we did a couple of uh, episodes called High Teas, you know, because my name is T. And so I would have an infuse because, again, I was making the teas or drinking the teas. So I would create, you know, my own tinctures. And so, so I would infuse my tea and he would have what he's drinking and we would just, you know, talk and, and whatever the topics were, the hot topics or the, our concerns. And um, then I did a couple by myself, but, you know, I wanted to bring on it evolved into me bringing on my friends who were dealing with health conditions and consuming cannabis, you know, for specifically. And so at that point I said, yeah, I want to share the platform with, you know, with other women, black women in the cannabis community. So they can tell their story of why they consume and how they consume it. But then, you know, also, you know, as the industry starts to open up, how are they getting involved? You know, are they employees? Are they professionals in the industry? And are they entrepreneurs? And that was before um, I became, you know, involved in the industry as an entrepreneur. You know, it was more of advocacy. And then I became a certified advocate. And so now it's definitely turned into an advocacy platform. And it's still a lot of fun and entertainment as well. I love it. And I love how it evolved from where it started to to where it is now. So what are you currently working on? Oh, wow. So what am I currently working on? It's like, what am I not? <laughs> um, so I, I do have my hands in quite, uh, I guess, a few things, um, some projects mulling over. But right now, you know, I guess the focus for this time of year is while we can get out is like speaking engagements, you know, so um, finding those, applying for those is really the, the priority for me to get the word out, you know, about cannabis health and education and, you know, obviously advocacy, equity for us and, you know, for women and people of color, also restorative justice. So that's the main thing, you know, more speaking engagements. Um, as far as personal projects, I'm do definitely working with um, uh, quite a few people uh, from CCI and outside of CCI with the Cannabis Policy Research Group. And so we are diving into federal policy and state policy to uh, cannabis policy. 
um, really to see where the, you know, the holes are, you know, where if it really speaks to what we as a cannabis community want to see or as a consumer and patient, if it speaks to our needs or the people who have been harmed, you know, and, and communities destroyed by the war on drugs here. Those are the two things that I'm working on now, as well as I, you know, I'm moving towards writing a book. I'm, I haven't started, you know, but I, I am supposed to be working on an outline that, that was an action step. So, you know, that part, you, you know, what it's like, it's like, okay, you know, you have so many uh, things that are pressing, but between that and getting my Gangier certification. Um, so those are my, the areas that I'm working on now is making sure that I finish the course, get the live training, you know, pass the three-part exam and get the certification. And that's just the first level. So, you know, so those are the areas for me, what I'm working on in cannabis specifically. Of course, all your, all your links will be in the description for people to follow you and find you. But I wanted to ask you, what books are you currently reading? Okay. So currently now I'm back in um, the 48 Laws of Power. By Robert Greene. And um, I'm also, I forgot the name of the, the author, but Cannabis for Health is one of the books. And I normally have it right here, but for some reason I do not. Um, sorry. <laughs> so, you know, it's for the author of that. But those are the two books that I'm reading right now. Yeah, The 40 Laws of Power, I'm definitely diving back into specifically because, you know, uh, all of those laws um, along, you know, I, I live by the model of no labels, all law, you know, so whether, you know, it's universal law, you know, law, the laws of karma, laws of power, those are the things that I kind of look to, to guide my, myself in my life and the things that I do. And so that's really one of the major ones right now. Well, you always seem very intentional with the things that you do and the things that you say. Yes. Yes. Well, that's, you know, that's one of the laws for me is to really understand that, you know, words have a lot of power and thoughts of things and then, you know, speak what you seek. Okay. Until you see what you say. So um, I, I'm intentional about speaking what I want to see, you know, in my life and in the world, you know, and for my children. And, and try to avoid, which of course, I'm a work in progress, but try to avoid saying things that I don't, you know, want to see unfold or even, you know, paying attention or giving attention to those things that I don't want to see. You know, there's enough people that do that. So I do the opposite. And so what music are you listening to this week? Ooh, well, what music am I listening to? I listen to, I listen to a lot of affirmation music. Like that's normally my playlist. Of course, a lot of soulful, you know, R&B. But uh, one one group that I love is Beautiful Chorus. Um, I don't know if you've heard of them. But yes, yes, I love them. They have a lot of songs that are definitely intentional. Um, and so that that's pretty much what I'm listening to. Um, I'm trying to see an artist that... I, you know, I don't know the names of these new artists. You know, I just, once I hear their songs, you know, I'll go in, in my Spotify or my uh, Amazon music or whatever, and I'll find them. But right now, you know, I listen to a lot of Tony Jones, a lot of Laundrell, Beautiful Chorus. I love this song, uh, 
the the new one, King's Affirmation. That that one's just like, and it's all over social media as well. So I love that one. But as far as uh, yeah, some artists, um, I listen to Masego a lot, and he's like trap jazz, you know. So he's a musician, and he kind of sings and kind of, you know, raps or like poetry. So. That type of stuff. So what brings you joy? What brings me joy? Um, what I, you know, that is definitely a deep and, and, and layered question. But today, you know, what brings me joy is being present. I think that the fact that I get to get up, you know, even though everything that I feel I want to see may not be present. The fact that I get to get up and, and experience, you know, experience being here, experience my children, experience my husband, um, experience, you know, my friends and community and networking. I get to, you know, experience cannabis, you know, every day. That definitely is a part of the joy. But also I get to, you know, inspire the youth, you know, I get to be an inspiration for younger girls, you know, that, you know, may have grew up like I did and, you know, don't, don't have someone that they could relate to, you know, so I get to do that. So what brings me joy is being able to connect um, with everyone, you know, when I first wake up and, you know, my, my, my children, you know, say grand rising and, my son is just so happy to see me and be here. And, you know, my daughters laugh and we, we just have such a great time. My daughter's 15 and, you know, she laughs at my jokes and I can look at her and see myself, you know? So those are the things that, you know, today um, bring me joy. Well, I'm so grateful that you're here today. Um, you have, you have so much that you offer this world all the time. And I love, I love how, how beautiful your brain is <laughs> you store a lot of things in there that i don't think i would have room in my head for so um i appreciate you and i respect you so much and thank you for doing this with me oh thank you thank you for having me you know i love the like i said i love the concept you know pages of the story so i i definitely wanted to be a part of it because we all have stories you know and you, there's so many pages that we are unable to cover you know like you say you can touch on some things but you can't cover it all so but together and collectively to have pieces from everyone's story this is amazing so you're doing something you know beautiful and great I, I understood you know putting yourself out there putting your music out there having to be brave you know and share yourself and your artistry is not easy you know, so I, I definitely align with that. I've been there and I continue to, I continue, you know, being a speaker uh, over the weekend and having to put myself out there and put my thoughts, you know, because it was something that I came up with this talk. So, and have people resonate with it and be like, yeah, and wow. And, you know, it was amazing. So keep it, keep at it, keep at it. I love what you're doing and thank you for having me on the platform. And uh, until next time,